FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on F104 and Dr. Michael Murphy, lecturer in IADT and music industry expert. Join me a couple of weeks ago and we were chatting about music and looking back in it. But this week we are looking forward and more so into the Irish music industry. So how are things looking in Ireland in music at the moment? To, to me, and I love that the word select is in your vocabulary mm-hmm. alongside Irish because I really think that culturally and creatively we're now at the top of the heap in loads of different genres in loads of different ways of expressing ourselves and historically we've had hit artists we've had artists that the whole world you know had, has stood up and said yeah that that's of merit we'll buy that we'll support that but you've got the most broad based creative expression that i think we've ever seen in irish history of our artists. So so to me, Louise, that's the thrill. That's mm-hmm. something we've never had before. And it's so exciting. It is. And there's just so much option as well for everybody, because I don't know if we necessarily fit into genres anymore. Everybody seems to kind of go after the music or play the music that they want to play and not feel limitations on them. Okay. I love that you see that. And I love that that's important to you, mm. that we we don't go into a groove anymore. We don't follow a pattern. And historically, we used to. Our first band that went to number one in Britain were called The Bachelors, and they were essentially a covers band. You know, they were great. They competed. They got to number one, but they didn't write their own material. We had the show bands. They were essentially cover bands. Now, some of them were phenomenal musicians, but we had a very, very long history of not feeling we were good enough to express ourselves by writing our own music and doing something a little daring, a little dangerous, doing something innovative. So to me, we've finally grown up and there are so many developments that that show that, that we're confident What do you think has added to that? I I think there's loads of reasons. One is that it it happened in black music. Black music was underground. It was suppressed. It was made a novelty, just as Irish music and Irish characters were made a novelty. You know, going back to the 1880s, kind of vaudeville, you know, cliched, stereotypical songs. And when, when blacks in America got finally got rights, finally got the vote. They didn't go back to the songs that were historically important. You know, they they wanted to express the future. Mm -hmm. They wanted to express modernity. And I think that we didn't realise that was happening in Ireland. I grew up at a time where traditional Irish music, you know, is basically like putting a placard on you saying, I'm really sorry that the 1870s are over. I miss the 1880s. Mm-hmm. I couldn't understand how young people like traditional Irish music. You know, I, I didn't see it as cool. Whereas now, Irish traditional music couldn't be cooler. And I, it was this month, actually, The Edge from U2 was interviewed about kind of his cultural favourite things at the moment. And he was able to reel off to an English newspaper a list of the contemporary traditional Irish music acts, including people like like Lancome. Mm. And to me, Lancome 
couldn't be a better expression of a very confident Irishness. Because they could do really well if they just played traditional Irish music because, because they're good enough. They're, they're fabulous. I, I, I love them. And I, I love their voice. I love their musicianship. I love their attitude. But to me, Louise, I can see a whole lot of punk rock in there. And Excellent. people must have said that I'm, well, you know what? You're really reaching a global audience. You're really doing something that a huge group of people globally are responding to. So would you streamline that a little bit and make it a little bit more commercial and you could have a hit? And then what do they do? There's a nine minute track, which isn't a single material. It's it's a dirge, you, you could call it. It and, and it's gone back to the old Irish ways of we're doing it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it moves from this beautiful, melodic, intense piece of Irish music, recognizably Irish music, into this psychedelic drift and experimental music. So to me, Lancome are absolutely evidence of, of this newfound, it took us a long time to get there, mm-hmm. of this newfound confidence in experimenting in what we have. And it's so nice to hear it. And it's so nice to see other artists doing it as well. And as you say, there's a lot of it there now. But there is also, I suppose, a lot of pressure on these artists to be everything. So you're not only making music, you also have to promote it. You're your own photographer, you're your videographer. Like there seems to be a lot on new bands and new artists coming up. Actually, that's a really good point. There's so much pressure on artists in 2023 that historically wasn't experienced by a start-off artist. And, you know, we talked before, and I mentioned Elton John, David Bowie, Springsteen. They would all have been dropped after their first album Mm -hmm. if they were making music in 2023. It took them a while to discover their voices. It took them a while to find something that they were comfortable with and that was capable of selling millions of records. Fleetwood Mac, early Fleetwood Mac, they they were a blues band. Like it was nothing to do with the music that we now think of if if we go to Spotify and put in popular tracks, Fleetwood Mac. And I remember you interviewing Ali Sherlock and Ali was talking about how she used to do covers. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a way to get your legs. That's a way to find a bit of confidence to find your voice. And you're asking her about that transition from doing original music after doing covers. And and it is a transitional phase. And now you've got to make it instantly. Bands who get a record contract, honestly, they're expected to have a hit album and a hit single out of the box. And that's brutal. That's really, really punishing. And it's full of pressure. And you miss the surprises that then can completely change the music industry. Absolutely. And I was only listening to an interview with Macklemore only a couple of days ago, and he was saying that no longer can artists kind of go out and do a first gig and no one sees it or release something that mightn't be that good and no one hears it. Like you are literally thrown out there because now we can access it anywhere online if we want to. I, I think you're you're right. And Macklemore is completely right. And I remember Macklemore when when the first stuff came out and the videos were Mm. really, really groundbreaking. 
you know, they, they were as interesting as the music. Yes. And together, the visuals and the audio pulled you into that world. And I know you've championed loads of Irish bands, and I think it's really important that we also see that we've got a great generation of video makers. Mm-hmm. And often they're as young or younger than the artists. So we've got this great moment where really interesting artists, often before they've done a gig, are able to get really, really great visual representations. But that comes with a whole load of pressure. Mm-hmm. And it's pressure to get social media hits, to get likes, to basically to follow what's already popular. And that's dangerous. And it's something I think that's been very tempting historically for Irish artists. And now, hooray, we've got a whole load of young artists who are saying, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to follow type. I'm not going to go down the field that I'm, I'm meant to go down. I'm going to rip up the rules. And Louise, there's nothing more exciting mm-hmm. and groundbreaking than that. How do we measure up against under, other countries or do we? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, in the old days, we would have looked at looked at the charts globally. And, and we've gone through a very, very lean time in terms of in the 1980s, we had Enya, we had U2, who were selling millions in the States. Now, they've continued to sell millions, but we haven't continued that, that I don't want to call it a conveyor belt, because mm-hmm. every one of them is unique musically, and every one of them has a unique business story. But since the Cranberries, we haven't had a multi, multi, multi million selling band over a career. Mm-hmm. Now, Hosier was incredibly important, I think, for Ireland, but he hasn't sustained the multi-million sales. It'll be interesting now to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. But we're absolutely, if you looked at, at, at the statistics, Sweden is the success from Europe. Sweden is, is the country that really adapted to how the music industry works. And Ireland has slid down the rankings. But I think the new, this golden generation, I'm going to keep calling them a golden generation until some of them go platinum with, with their albums. But this generation, I think, have got, got the sparks to do something that's really different and to kind of break the rules of what's meant to happen, because that's where the innovation comes from. And I can't wait to see what they do. But Dr. Michael Murphy, thank you for joining us. And your book, Sounds Irish, Acts Global, explains the success of Ireland's popular music industry is out in August. Thank you so much for chatting to me. Thank you so much, Louise. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Have to get 30 30, to get 30, to get 20 20, 20 to get 20 20, to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 